Today is Tuesday, October 26th. One, two, three. Three, two, one. We're recording. Recorded across two continents and three cities. It's Pantscast! Pantscast. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to an October edition of the Pantscast. We just finished up a refreshing week seven. And with me for this uh, Pantscast, I've got my usual co-host, Andy. How you doing? I'm doing good, thanks Brian. It's good to have you here. Also with us, TD, Technical Director, Twin Daddy. How are you doing, Mr. Ben? I'm doing very good. Thank you very much, Brian. How are you? How is America? <laughs> I'm doing well, and America is doing well. It's warm and sunny today. Perfect. <laughs> also with us in studio is last week's winner, all-time GWIMP champion. She's got double-digit wins now. It's Courtney Wilson. Courtney, how are you? Hi. Woo. <laughs> All right. I guess that wasn't a compliment I needed to respond to. It was just a, a fact of how many wins I have. But thank no. you for all those wins. <laughs> it's, it's something, your 10 wins is a big accomplishment and something I'm going to uh, fully get into on this week's Stat That. And um, so for today's show, we are going to recap week seven here with Courtney at the top. Then we'll follow that with uh, Pants News with Ben, Glimptionary with Andy, uh, and then the stat that. And then I will preview week eight, the Hullabaloo Clue uh, special. And then we'll finish things, of course, with Andy's message of hope. So uh, in week seven here, I had a jackalope in my pants. It's a jackalope bank. And Courtney won, and she won on day three. It was a silhouette clue. Uh, this was, I think, the third time I had done a, this type of clue. Um, and Courtney, uh, she, out of her, uh, uh, or sorry, for this season, season 12, of the seven weeks, six have been won on clue day. Uh, Kristen Tafoya, uh, who won the shower speaker in week two, won on day two, so... Um, there's been only one other season where there's only been one week without a clue, and that was season four. So, uh, as we talk about this past week, I want to hear kind of everyone's experiences here. And I'm going to start with the person here that guessed first during the week, because I had to do a lot of uh, wimperventions <laughs> with all of you. <laughs> yeah, Remind yeah. you that the season had started. Uh, and so we're going to go with Andy, who guessed on day two. Andy, you guessed Sorry. a teapot. Tell me what you were going through here. Uh, I was just looking, you know, I, 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 well, for, for a start, I missed day one. So sorry about that. Like uh, asleep at the, the Gwimping station. Uh, but I kind of, so kind of went in quite fast because I think that when you miss a guess, I don't know how, how all the other guesses feel, but you feel like you want to get one on the board really quick, um, quicker than you would otherwise. So I kind of looked at the shape and I just sort of, we saw teapot, so I, I thought, I guess teapot. Nice, yeah. And you know what? Um, what I did this past week is I had listened to the previous pants cast, and your glimpsionary term that week, Andy, was all about uh, the, 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 the pantom shape. So, what I did mm -hmm. is because the jackalope, how it was in the pants, I couldn't get it to like sit totally still. 
So I ended up having to shape the pants like twice. And I was like, well, maybe this helps get rid of some of the pantom shapes that Andy had talked about. So that was fresh on my oh, mind. Yeah. So on day two, I really like had a different angle on it. Um, but then, you know, no one guessed it on day two. And so we went to day three with the silhouette clue. Um, and Ben, out of the three you guys, you were the first to guess. Uh, talk to me about your strategy on the silhouette clue. Um, well, I think this week I definitely employed some, instead of like a, um, a look, assess, guess strategy, I was more of like a look, assess, get distracted, look again, <laughs> move a box, look again on the loo, uh, get um, distracted by babies, go to bed uh, and try again tomorrow. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't make such a good um, <laughs> word. I've tried to. I've tried to put it into it, but it comes out as lagond, lagond, dap, dat. Okay. Um, and it wasn't a winning strategy, Brian. <laughs> hey, you got You got to try them all out. You know, you never know. You do. You it, try everything once, uh, except that. Uh, so uh, I came into Clue Day, uh, keen. Uh, my clue experience, Brian, is there's a lot of strong clue interpreters out there, so you've got to be you've got to be on it for for Clue Day. Um, so I threw out my my Mister Stretch guess uh, because I believed that's what it could have been. Um, I like to think, you know, had I got it, had because someone else I think had already guessed Action Figure. Yes. But then and then someone else guessed Stretch Armstrong, which is who I meant. That's what I thought. Yes. So I'm, I, I was curious to know who would have won it in a in a world where it wasn't Mr. Stretch, Stretch Armstrong. Would action Would action figure have taken it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there were a lot of uh, guesses for that that sixth uh, silhouette of this, and yeah. it, it definitely fits the shape. Right. Um, I I probably I would have guessed I would have taken action figure because it was a Hulk action figure yeah. if it was a stretch armstrong one i think i still would have gone with action figure first oh, that's not what i want to hear brian I'm, I'm sorry all right so then you guessed and the day went a little bit forward and no one i, I in this clue, in the clue i made i told everyone to put a number of the shadow the, the silhouette that they saw yes because i needed a tiebreaker in case someone actually didn't guess it and no one was guessing uh the 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 jackalope silhouette. So then I went to Gwim Prevention with Andy. Said Andy, there's still a chance for you. And he went in. And Andy, you guessed number three, a sewing machine. <laughs> what made you guess that? Oh, uh, definitely Gwimper's one because I'm sitting here with a pair of jeans <laughs> with a hole in the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy. I like how you so go they, straight for sewing machine for the thing you want to to fix that, yeah. not like a needle and thread or anything like that. <laughs> Ain't nobody or, got or time even for a new needle and thread. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so I, it, I, your Gwimpers once. I I'm a little. If you really want to fix those jeans, I don't think guessing what's in Brian's pants is your best and fastest option, but I do respect it. I like it. <laughs> it's, it's been established He's... over many years that that's how people turn to Brian's pants when they have a something in need. He's also yeah. had that He's had that hole in the pants for about three years now. <laughs> <laughs> that's not like super hot on the knee. Yeah. Actually, that makes more sense. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's not like super high on the needs list. It's just high enough on the needs list that it's annoying you and you'd like to fix it, but not enough to actually fix it by the means that are available to you. I get that. Well, you've got, you've got your window of opportunity, haven't you? It's yeah. Only chance to fix it is any time to fry and guess what's in your pants comes out. <laughs> <laughs> or Christmas. Well, Okay. <laughs> and sometimes those two are the same. <laughs> well, Andy, what's funny about so I did the Gwimper Prevention, you guessed the sewing machine, and you pulled off a Gwimper's goof because Yvette had guessed that four four or five guesses before you. Uh so that Gwimper Prevention slightly failed. Um so then I have, I I have had a question a, about Yvette's guess. Yes. Because Yvette originally just guessed a number. She did, and then she deleted it. Oh, she deleted she it. I didn't know it. if she deleted it or edited it, and then I wasn't sure. How... Well, she might have. She might have edited it. Well, I that, did that's... see the number first, and then yeah. and then I saw her at full guess. Yes. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, I might then, have been slow to yeah. the party, but once once I turned up, <laughs> I was paying attention. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so then I had I had sent a Gwen prevention message to Courtney the day before, and so. On Thursday, clue came. Still no winners. I was like, Courtney, still a chance for you to pull this off. So, Courtney, tell me, tell me about your clue strategy. Sure, sure. So, I was uh, a bit distracted on Thursday with other things, uh, and I feel kind of bad that it required two Gwim preventions in the same week to get me to do my thing. <laughs> like, it makes me feel like this is maybe not as deserved as some of my other wins, but. When you told me and then I finally looked at it, I, one, I love silhouette clues. I think they're right up my alley. Um, But Hmm. nobody had guessed on the sixth one. And the only other thing that I thought was kind of likely was the cleaning spray bottle, which someone had already guessed. Um, And so I established like, oh, I want to guess on that number six. And it just very obviously to me seemed like a bunny with antlers. So, you know, jackalope seems the, the right way to go. Um, so we've come to establish recently that like a, a lot of knowing what's in my pants is knowing that the type of object can exist. Um, <laughs> yes. If you don't so, know what a jackalope is, you can't really guess a jackalope. Yeah. I think Mandy felt a dis- disadvantage. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't you, know what a jackalope is. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a American is it like a mythical machine? creature. <laughs> it's not a lot. Like a... <laughs> it's, no, I mean, I've never also known a jackalope that sewed, but I've also not really known that many jackalopes. So that's the whole thing. It's Casper. <laughs> there is Casper. I don't think Casper sews. Okay. Yeah. I, I would also like to credit Casper a bit because if I had not been so, uh, forcibly introduced, introduced. to <laughs> Casper, who is also a jackalope that was quite famous at camp years back, um, I may have not gone straight to Jackalope as the answer, but uh, having known gosh. Casper so well, I think that probably primed me to for success here. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, Ben, I figured you may not know about it, but on the other sense, we know about the Loch Ness Monster. So there's uh, it's like an American West mythical creature, and then you got your, your, your Great Britain mythical creature, so... It's just what, m- more mythical creatures to learn. Well, Unfortunately, the jackalope did not pop up in any of the Harry Potter books. Sorry, Mookie decided to drop his bone right then. <laughs> <laughs> Mookie, what are you doing, boo? It's a dag bone. Hey, that's 
Well, um, Courtney, um, this, uh, yeah, this jackalope is, is now your, uh, t- your, t- your 10th, I mean, it's your 10th win, your 10th prize. Um, I cannot tell you how excited I am about that. I don't like odd numbers, so I'm really happy to be on an even number again. It's great. I'm super excited. 10's a great number. <laughs> so um, does that mean you're going to yeah. ease off when you're guessing now? Oh, absolutely. No, she's going to go, go for 12. two. Yeah. Yes. Wookie, hey, could you not do that right now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Booger, I'm going to take this away. Um, if we want, make noise. If we want to, since this week's stat that is about Courtney, I thought it would be fun to have her here for. If we'd like to jump into some stat that Ben. I mean, it's gonna mess with the heads of the regular listeners, but. <laughs> well, do you want to drop it for us? Aye. Commotion! I think you should do it. <laughs> let's let's go wild. Let's let's do it. All right, drop yeah, it for yeah. us. I'm dropping it now. A little bit of numbers, a little bit of chat. Hey folks, now it's time for stat that. A little bit of numbers, a little bit of chat. Hey folks, now it's time for stat that. Get it. All right, well, Courtney got it, that's for sure. And she has 10 wins. So I thought we could kind of uh, go over some of the prizes you've won and when they happen, because I think 10 wins is a major, major achievement in this game. So uh, I. So uh, overall, you've had, I, I haven't put in all the guesses from this past season in, but I think you've had about 205 guesses over the whole Definitely guessed game. a lot, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Brian, um, so how many guesses yeah. get you into the neck pillow club? Uh, 100. What? Or the, uh, the neck pillow. All right, hang on. Neck pillow, the boomerang is 25, the neck 25. pillow is 50. So and the Co- nerf gun is one hundred. Courtney, you're well on your way to having as many wins as you need as some people have guesses. <laughs> like <laughs> milestones of guesses. But I'm also on on my way to have as many guesses as would make me like double nerf gun stat. I do have double nerf gun status, don't I? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dual wielding. I mean, it goes a lot to Andy's point that you like you can't Smokey, jeez Louise. You have uh, double nerf gun and a little bit of a boomerang. <laughs> He's uh like you can't win unless you guess. And oh, yeah. guess a lot. Ergo, I have won a lot. All right. So Courtney, I'm gonna go over some of the prizes you've won when they happened and then the day you've won them. Um so season one, week two, the f- second prize ever, you won a bowling pin on the first day. I remember that one. Okay. Season two, week three, you won a cooler on day one. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the cooler? Oh, of course I remember. I mean, all it right. should be noted. I probably remember all of these. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Season two, week nine, the uh, Colorado Rockies mini baseball helmet. One on day three. Yep. And then uh, I, I only kind of remember this one. It's a season two, week 12, a balloon animal on day three. Was that a shadow clue? Oh. I don't think so. The, the shadow clues that I could find, one was uh, a, like a picture frame that's like a, a, a vase with picture frames coming out. And oh, then yeah. I'm pretty sure RJ won that. And then I think I did one for like um, 
the season 10 last week. I had a, a silhouette clue in there for sure. Hey, Courtney, but I don't remember your... the shape of the balloon animal. Courtney, where is your balloon animal now? <laughs> um, I believe, because I had actually, I said that I remembered all of them, but I forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forget if you had given me like a pump in balloons. Was that it or was it literally just a balloon animal? I, I, I think you're right. It's probably a pump and balloons. Um, yeah, because I, I, right. I have used that a lot, mostly for paper mache, actually. So it's coming quite handy. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, and the thing is, so I covered this on the last pants cast. All the Facebook notes have been taken away. So the first two seasons, all those uh, all those notes have kind of disappeared. So I've lost some photographic evidence of what of what the balloon animal looked like. But then after the season two, week 12, we jump to season five, week five, which is a bobblehead on day two. And that's the Ooh, yeah. Darth Vader. Is that correct? Uh, yes, it was a Darth Vader head, but it also came with a Yoda bobblehead. Yes. Yes, I yep. had both of those. Yes. They go, <laughs> they go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they, season, they kind of... They, well, like in, opposing, in the way that yin and yang or peanut butter and jelly, which are not the same thing, but still go together, go together. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same Star Wars sandwich. All right. Season six, week seven, a handheld whiteboard went on day two. Yep. Have that. And then... I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> nice. Season seven, week one, you won an accordion on day two. Oh, yeah. That was a really and, good one. Could it be any more appropriate? And, and I, believe that was, I believe that was our second pants cast and you hopped on and you even played jurassic park for us i did (laughs) you did um so and then uh season seven week six you won a hot water bottle yep and then season nine which i should actually note i should uh inform you that when i got that let's see here it is i'm just pulling it out of a drawer because i have it in a drawer but so it said hot water bottle on the outside but it also said enema kit Ooh. <laughs> hey it's two and one it's a two for one <laughs> two for one and one I'm of your just, outsides you know, where you cleanse the inside how is your colon <laughs> i very clean uh, i have never since i know that all your prizes are second hand i have not used it for <laughs> <laughs> so, that seemed a little uh beyond the pale for what i wanted to do with my body (laughs) all right and then um this was your tiebreaker win with andy was season nine week six you want an exit sign on yeah i love that exit sign it's in my studio right now nice yes that that put you ahead of andy for the all-time wins and now you broke double digit wins uh season 12 week seven with the jackalope bank yeah. So, well done. Thank you. Uh, I, di- I did want to know, because you had told me, you know, it had been a while since you won. And in fact, so oh, please. granted, there was also, well, there was like, there was some years taken off in between. So there's that. But between your season nine, week six, and season 12, week seven, there were 41 prizes in between your victories. So Yeah, see, it was um, a lot. Yeah, yeah. So been a bit but congratulations Courtney I think this uh, major accomplishment um, and we're all very proud of you thank you so much and thank thank you also for the uh, the intervention I really needed it <laughs> well yeah how this season's set up it's it's uh, it gets off people's minds and then uh, 
get hard to re-engage back in, especially if uh, I feel like more and more people are uh, not that don't go on Facebook as often. So I think that's right. a well, and I am one of those people, but I should have remembered yes. because it is in my count. Like I wrote it in my calendar that I write in and I always pay attention to, and somehow it slipped my mind again. And I don't, so I very, very much appreciate the Grimtervention. Yeah. I'm happy to do it. Happy to do well, it. Part of the service. Yeah. <laughs> um, Courtney, do you are you still going to have space in your apartment for all of your wins? Because it sounds like you you can almost lay your hands on every. You, yeah, you have. You can lay your hands on every single item. It, they're going to come a point when it's. I mean, you move or retire. Yeah, the only. <laughs> Uh, this is why I had to get the studio space behind my house is to just, you know, expand my glimpings because where, where am I going to put them all? Um, That's wise. I, I was telling Brian because I have a uh, a wall where I have all of my glimp certificates. Um, and I think I'm going to I've been wanting to rearrange it for a while and like sort of reorganize them all. And I think this is just the perfect impetus for me to do so. Because I'm going to need to make room for another one, which I'm very excited about. Move over certificates. There's a new boy in town. <laughs> so, you know, I, I may need to uh, move soon to expand. But for, for now with the studio, I'm okay. <laughs> Perfect. No further questions. Well, well done, Courtney. All right. Well, well done, Courtney. Thank you so much for coming on the Pantscast. I appreciate your time Thank and you. Thank you. great yeah. work. I always love coming on the Pantscast and talking to you beautiful people. Well, we, I'm sure we'll see you again within another 41 prizes. <laughs> I do hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Courtney. Thanks, Courtney. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Um, that was fun. That was um, good. Before, I, yeah, before we jump out of stat, that, I guess we should hear our audience reaction. Oh, yeah. For this week's stats. That's a good stat, Brian. Oh, Brian, that's a great stat. Bry, not your best. Great oh, that, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Courtney didn't even like the whole stat about her. I think she's oh, just man. it's it's uh you know it's a modesty thing. <laughs> yeah. That's fair, you can give her that. Alright, alright, alright. Well everyone else uh, loved it. Yes, that's hey, that's good. That's good. Alright. Well, why don't you uh, drop us out of stat that, uh, Mr. Ben? Dropping it now. Uh, dropping it now, rather. A little bit of numbers, a little bit of chat. Hey, folks, that, that, was that, that. All right. Well, we talked about week seven, and we had a premature stat that. All right. Yeah. Well, Show show's going a little differently today. Week seven, you know, things go off the rails. I guess I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we can get back on track here with some pants news with Ben. Brian, ben, you want to drop us in? I would love to. This is pants news. This Brian is pants news. One hundred percent bona fide original pants news taken from other people's news stories. Um, <laughs> first up in the news, Brian, um, I think we're all used to the, the more than occasional, uh, like pants 
I want to say, what's the opposite? Like a, the opposite of a do-gooder, so like a do-badder. Like these are scoundrels. These are people who are, you know, out and out pants wrongans. They are using pants in their worst possible way. They're stealing things inside of them. Uh, they are maybe, in, you know, they're getting caught by the police for all sorts of pants-based misdemeanors. Am I wrong or am I right? It sounds right. Andy, is there a guiptionary term for for a pants villain or some sort? No, I don't. I don't know if there is. I think, um, <laughs> <But> stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned next week. <laughs> um, well, this week we have a pants villain of a completely different type because this one, uh, this is a this is the epitome of cat burglar, Brian. It is an actual cat. Uh, it's in Glasgow, Ooh. and uh, its owner took to Facebook to report that it had come home with a pair of white knickers, um, quite frilly. Um, the <laughs> owner also went on to say that her other cat sleeps inside a bra, so one's as if they're sort of like collecting a set or something or working together. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole different take on it. It's not using the pants uh, uh, f- to conceal a crime or re- reveal a crime i guess for some of our naughty pants people um but it's it's you know it is it is theft in uh in a pants style brian brian you have a dog andy you have a dog have they ever returned with um pants american or british uh yes well when i used to go and play squash when i was living at home i'd left my squash bag out and I got to the gym, I had my game of squash, and then I reached into my bag to get my boxes to get changed into them, and I realized they'd gone. So, yeah, taken by stealth. Stealth theft. Uh, and did you, did you retrieve them, or did you, you know, give them up as a lost cause? Uh, well, I mean, the, the, the cunning thing about it is when I realized that they were gone, I was 10 miles away from where Patch was. It's the perfect so he was crime. And, yeah, it was. He was long gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he wasn't, actually. He was still where I left him. <laughs> but he was enjoying the pants. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, he knew what he'd done. The fugitive that never left. What about you, Brian? Any, um, any pants-related thefts? No, because my dogs are do-gooder dogs and they don't take people's pants they're no pants perps they're no pants thieves they know how to leave them alone they deliver you pants (laughs) i i I guess i haven't uh uh, trained for uh pant retrieval um yet yet uh, stay tuned for next week wow what a week (laughs) it's gonna be uh that is that is all for story one brian all right well, should we hear from uh, one of our sponsors? I think we probably should. Shall we go down to uh, Rocky's Chicken Farm? Let's do it. Pandemic got you down, bored, hungry. We have a solution for you. What waddles around pecking bugs off the ground? Chickens. Cute little beasts who will lay you a feast. Chickens. They'll eat all your scraps, entertain your cat, but don't give them a kiss, don't need more virus. Beautiful, fluffy, filthy little chickens. Come on down to Rocky's Chicken Farm for some live chicken entertainment and farm fresh eggs. And by come on down, we mean stay on the other side of the fence, keep your distance, and wash your hands. We accept PayPal, Venmo, and toilet paper. Uh, yes, they do. I think they'll probably allow you to come a little bit closer these days, but still, you know, 
respect Keep boundaries. Respect yeah, boundaries, yes. people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brian, story number two, we're going to go to New York. Uh, have you heard of the new summit, uh, Midtown Manhattan? Uh, it's the new skyscraper and it's got a, like an observation deck and it's got a glass bottom so you can like look straight down um, all the way to the bottom of the building, I think. It, it sounds somewhat familiar now that you, how you've described it. I feel yeah, like I think it's, you know, it's, it. it's um, some people would call it probably number one attraction in that building. Um, <laughs> but but the, the trouble is that people are going up to take all these pictures and, they're, you know, they're looking down. And if you're standing directly above yourself, as, as people tend to do, and you look down, you can see through this glass floor all the way to the bottom of the building, which is... Um, you know, brilliant or terrifying, depending on your take on that. But if you're stood slightly to the side, the glass is a lot more reflective. Um, and they've had to ask people to remember to wear underwear. Because oh. uh, other people, specifically uh, people who are wearing perhaps quite short dresses. Um, or because uh, otherwise, you know, you, uh, other people walking past who aren't perhaps maybe looking straight down at their bit of floor, will uh, their eyes, their vision will bounce back up um, to... Hello! <laughs> to, yeah. Uh, and they're not going to be looking down to uh, ground level at all. They're going to be looking the other way. Um, they, they actually now offer a free pair of black shorts to anyone who has arrived without underwear. Uh, and is, oh! Yeah. You get a prize! I mean, you have paid a ticket between $33 and $73. Uh, Might as well get something else out of it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, turn up, (laughs) wear a short skirt, um, (laughs) give the boys some air, and get some free shorts. I'm in. Yeah. Um, Andy, you like a height and a a nice view. (laughs) I do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm thinking the Eiffel Tower. I'm thinking um, the Stratosphere Hotel. Um, the, the London Eye. The, yeah, you know, some of um, the world's tallest structures. Would you go up this building to look across the Manhattan skyline? Why not? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Would you wear pants? Um, I think I'd want to go for some of the black shorts. Yeah, fair enough. Black shorts all around then. Um <laughs> That's all I have for you, Brian. I have, um, yeah, cat stealing white knickers and skyscrapers giving out black pants. All right. Awesome work. Uh, nice work, Mr. Ben. Thank Why you, don't you drop us out? Dropping it now. That was pants news. Yeah, it was. All right. Well, great work. Uh, before we get into Gwimptionary with Andy, I feel we should hear from uh, two of our sponsors, one of which already was on the show. I think we should hear from uh, C-Dub Soundscapes, followed by the one filled with a little more profanity in it. <laughs> the one that's slightly less... Uh... <laughs> uh, okay. yeah. Fam- family friendly? That's the one. Tell me when you're ready. Drop it now. I'm dropping it now. Is your mouth too filthy for professional calls or family-friendly podcasts? Yeah. 
Hire C-Dub Soundscapes. Your one-shop stop for custom artisanal mouth-made sound bites. No need to watch your god language. Nobody beats Corey's Meats. That's, that's a fact. Nobody beats Corey's Meats. How about that? It's finger licking good, even though you should not touch your face. Corey beats all the other meats all over the place. Here at Corey's Meats, we have brisket, we have pulled pork, we have ribs. We have chicken, we even have fish. If you're a vegetarian, we can smoke veggies. If you're a vegan, yeah. Corey beats all the other meats all over the place. Well done. Thank you. Well done. That was good. Thank you. Top notch work. He's Less on sleep. his game today. Less sleep, more game. <laughs> all right. Well, after that, let's get into uh, Gwimptionary with Andy and see what he has in store for us. Mr. Ben, drop it for us. Dropping it now. Introducing the Rob Gray is Great Gwimptionary section, sponsored by Rob Gray, because Rob Gray is great. Oh, that's me, I'm on. <laughs> I'm like, well, we got dead air, guys. Dead air. Oh, yeah, so this week's scriptionary <laughs> is live, not pre-recorded. Um, uh, so we're going to go to page G, as usual. Getting the scriptionary now. I mean, I'm hoping we've all done our prep work. <laughs> we Absolute, always go to page G. Not Usually. I always, usually. I always stay ready for surprises. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this week's turn is uh, references kind of what's happened, as they often do, <laughs> something quite contemporary in the in the world of Gwim. But uh, Courtney has now sort of got a lead on me. Um, there was just one in it, and now she's got a had a bit of a what we call a Gwim spurt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So a, a Gwim spurt. <laughs> Is 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 where you you have a little burst and you know on the leaderboard it looked like it was neck and neck and someone is then moves away and kind of has a spurt away on the on the leaderboard and has a grim spurt yeah perfectly innocent. Isn't it funny how you can look at this this uh, dictionary so many times and just miss miss some of these words? I would have thought that would have popped out somehow. Yeah, it is absolutely. I mean, it's still on the first edition. Yeah, it's remarkable. <laughs> As the Gwimper who's been spurted. <laughs> Passed. <laughs> yeah. What's your what's your response? How do you come back from that? Uh, I think by winning. Nice. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the only option. But I think as Courtney says, I quite like an even number two. So so like getting a tie break would be quite good. I think, yeah. Moving past Courtney, how many parts that is possible? I mean, there's enough time left in the season this year, isn't there, to get a streak? Is there enough time to get past her and end on an even number, Brian? 
No, we no. have one week left. <laughs> and oh. she has 10 and you have eight. But Christmas. Well, then that's the start of a new season. But uh, yes, this calendar year. Good yeah, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's surely, surely that's still part of this Gwimper year because the Gwimper year starts at the end of the 44. Gwimper's Eve. I thought well, 44 has yeah. been disbanded. It has been. We don't have a 44 anymore. But Gwimper's Eve is always, is always you know, spring. Yes. You could argue. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good um, point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, um, well, Andy, I hope I hope you can get one on the board. I mean, we we talked about how there's been 41 prizes in between uh, Courtney wins, but uh, it's it's been a while. It's been 41 prizes since Courtney last. Wow, I didn't think yeah. that. I was. I must. Yeah, yeah it's, I, that's just. It's been a while me. for you, big guy. Been even longer so than 41. Yeah. Well, well Andy, um, we're, we're all there's, excited. There's to still s- time this season. Yeah, we're all excited to see your spurt. <laughs> yeah, I've got. Hopefully, have a good spurt soon. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you just stop spurting at a certain age, though. You know. <laughs> oh man, when I was younger, I was spurting all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got to eight wins. A couple of seasons, I had two spurts in one season. <laughs> um, okay. it's, it's true, it's true. The stats back that up. It's a young man's game. <laughs> it's a young man's game. Well, well thank you, Andy, for uh, hi- highlighting uh, the, the spurting on this page. appreciate it. <laughs> ah. Um. Ben, why yeah. do you drop us out? Shall I? <laughs> Concluding the Rob Gray's Great Grimpsonary section, sponsored by Rob Gray, because Rob Gray is great. I hope he still wants to be associated with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Rob Gray, uh, he's great. And uh, uh, congrats to him. He got married oh. uh, between the last leg and this leg. So congrats to, to Rob and Bailey. So well done. Um, and also speaking of, uh, weddings, uh, the sponsors of our next ad also got married in between the legs. So (laughs) (laughs) that's right. (laughs) So congrats to Jackie and Justin. There's a big leg for weddings. Yeah. Big leg for weddings. All right. Why why don't you drop us uh, the Rocky mountain pants maps ad, Mr. Ben would be my pleasure. What goes together like birds of feather? It's maps and pants. It makes shins. Rocky Mountain pants maps. Proud supporter of getting pants drunk. All right. Thank you, Rocky Mountain pants maps. Uh, here I'm going to kind of preview week eight. Our last week of the season, and it's a special Hullabug Clue. Uh, I haven't done this before, and it's around Halloween, and this thing kept getting pushed back, and I think it's going to be quite fun. So I'm going to explain a little bit how it works. There will obviously be more instructions uh, when everything's posted, because this this podcast will be posted uh, shortly before it all. So uh, 
Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are all clue days. There's just one prize, but each clue will help you solve what the item is in my pants, which then you can guess on the last day. Uh, so on Tuesday, uh, it's going to be a crossword puzzle that has uh, 25 answers that are all Gwent prizes. Um, now the clues to what the answers are in the crossword puzzle are not Gwent related, so don't feel like you have to memorize Gwent facts. Um, but I will also, with this crossword puzzle, provide a list of 40 Gwimp prizes. So you'll have like a word bank, but not all the words will be used in the crossword puzzle. Uh, if you solve the puzzle correctly, you will figure out four letters uh, of, of the item in my pants. On, and uh, the, the, the prize for the pants is going to be two words. So you're going to get four letters on Tuesday for the first word. On Wednesday, the second clue is a color by numbers page. Um, but you have to figure out what the numbers are. So you're going to get a page of squares, and then on each square, there's a clue as to what the number is. So the clue could be a simple math equation, like 2 plus 2. Four. And then you would know. Exactly. Good work. Thank you. Or, or the clue could be a famous number, like, like Bono and the Edge are in the band U. Two. Two. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, and then perhaps, you know, the clue could also be a measurement, like how many inches are in a foot? Twelve? Yeah! yeah. Way to go! Way Thank to you. go. So once you get those numbers, then you can color in your page. And what this color page will, it's going to show you a, a picture that represents part of the prize. Um, okay. So you'll have, it, it's going to be the second word, and you'll kind of see what it is once you color it. The third clue is uh, on Thursday, and it's going to be a timed clue. Um, and so before you start this timed clue, you want to make sure you do the crossword puzzle and the color by numbers, because then on Thursday, I'll post the instructions on to do the timed clue. And the timed clue will be anagrams. So you're just going to have a list of anagrams. You figure out those. If you solve the puzzle correctly, you're going to get uh, four other letters for the first word. Then you'll need to rearrange the four letters that you got from the crossword puzzle, the four letters you get from the anagrams. Then And then you put that with the uh, color by numbers page. You put that all together. You have the item in my pants. And then you submit your guess in the time clue. And then whoever has the fastest time on Thursday uh, will be the winner and get the prize for Hullabo Clue. Walks away with a sweet clue prize. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I'm gonna tell you, it's pretty sweet. I've had it for a bit. I'm Do you want to tell us what it is? It. Yes, I would love to. <laughs> okay. I've already got one. Oh, <laughs> well then you should be able to guess this correctly then. It's exciting. Maybe Andy will have one around the house. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the theme. The season is Andy already had some th some of them around the house. Check Andy, did house. you have a jackalope? Andy, do you have a jackalope in your place? Um, I could see if we got a bunny and something with rain and some reindeers. Maybe that's the closest we'll get to a jackalope. I think it sounds close enough to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, I'll post more instructions here for the hullaba clue, of course, on the Facebook group. But that's that's how it'll work. So uh, it's. You can do it all on Thursday if you like. Uh, if you want to sit down and try and knock it out, just make sure you do that third and final portion on Thursday 
and you have the first two parts done before you start it, so you're ready to guess and submit it. You get, do you guys have any questions? I think I'm good. I just, thank you for putting yeah. all the time into a hell of a clue, Brian. It sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, it's it's mm, going to be yeah, fun. I'm excited. Great. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, it's kind of it's got it's kind of uh, a little bit more like uh, the Gwimp calendar stuff that I did. So I I think yeah. this will be fun way to kind of implement parts of it. So actually, I do yeah. have a question. Yes. So say I do my uh, my my crossword on day one. Yes. Can I make a guess? Uh, no. Right. You the only guesses for the prize will be in the uh, time clue. the time clue portion. Okay, just checking. so you'll see that. Yeah. So if you think you know what it is, you could just type in your answer. You know, not even try and do the anagrams, or the anagram might help you uh, um, recertify or make you like you know make you. Uh, ensure that your get your thoughts are correct, and you could submit your guess right away. So. I mean, this sounds like my like it might play in my favor because I would have seen a couple of letters on the first day and put a guess in, and it would have been like the Star Star Wars lightsaber chopsticks situation all over again. Yes, I'd have become yes. I'd have come yes. tantalizingly close and uh, just just missed. Well, I th- yeah, I agree. I think this I think this will be beneficial to everyone. You know, you can do it on your own time when you when you're set and yeah. calm and relaxed and able to focus. So yes. Thank you, Brian. Um yeah, so that that'll be for week eight. All right. Um and maybe for some inspiration here, Andy, what is your message of hope for week eight in the whole of a clue? You're never too old for a glimpse, but <laughs> 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 that's perfect all right well thank you andy uh for everything thank you ben for everything thank, thank you, you courtney for joining yeah all right drop us out mr ben dropping it now life has guess.